Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. What it do, baby booze? It is your girl, Karubo Panina Anasi, reporting live from Kenya. Um, If you're following me on social media, you know that I am in Kenya for a bit. And first, I want to be like, yo, did y'all know that frankincense makes mosquitoes like fall to their everlasting death that they deserve to fall to uh yeah so i might be late but literally i get bit by mosquitoes everywhere whenever i go to mexico whenever i go anywhere for some reason mosquitoes just are really attracted to my blood and where i am right now um there's hella mosquitoes and they won't leave me alone but I learned this new thing that frankincense, I might be really late y'all for real, but frankincense, you just burn it like incense in your room or by you if you're outside or whatever. And the mosquitoes all go to hell, like where they should be. I just want to share that with you guys. Cause I'm like, that's a natural holistic way to make sure that your ass is not getting bit up by mosquitoes. And I've been trying all the products and just every single spray in the world. And you know, sprays smell disgusting also. And now I'm good. But for the past couple of days, my ass has been getting bit up by mosquitoes. That was very random, but I had to share because it is now saving my life. I'm able to sit here and record this podcast without cussing everyone out. But yeah, let's get into this podcast. I have so many updates. Y'all know it was my birthday. I'm abroad. There's so much to say, but I do want to start by saying I also want to talk about like the not so cute and like Instagrammy side of being you know abroad and just even being here although it's it's amazing it's beautiful realistically realistically all the cute the cool and cute stuff that's not the norm for a lot of people that live here you know what I'm saying and the norm for people that live here is how my dad grew up how my mom grew up and where they came from and how they made it from here to where they are now and even to having us so I want to show and talk about that as well so with that being said I'll start with this for now I'll just say three things one AC is not mandatory it could be there it couldn't be there two hot water is not mandatory it could be there. It couldn't be there. Three, guess what you about to be eating every day unless you speak up? Ugali, beef stew, and greens. Maybe even not beef stew. Maybe even goat. Mm, and maybe eggs. Who knows? But although my dad has came so far, he's very successful, blase blase, and so are a lot of his brothers, they don't care they are so used to the way that they grew up which I think is beautiful they don't need much they don't need much that's that's the point of the story now me on the other hand it took me a minute to get not even used to it because I'm not used to it I'm just kind of like you know what I'm not gonna be just that bougie person or whatever at all I'm cool I can kick it so that's what I'm currently doing um, so yeah, but yeah, let's get into these updates. It was my whole birthday. Thank you so much for all of the birthday wishes and all of the love. This was a very, very special birthday from the way that I brought it in to just everyone's sweet messages. I'm not sure what was in the air or what's in the air 
for me right now, but I'm all the way here for it. I feel like very confident, capable, open, and ready for to receive everything that's meant for me. That's like literally how I was walking into my birthday and how I truly, really feel. And you guys made it even better with all of y'all's messages and sweet words. So I appreciate that so much. It's definitely Virgo season and y'all already know the deal. Beyonce's a Virgo, so there's not much you can say about Virgos mm, at all. So yeah, y'all, happy birthday to me. Um, So how did I spend my birthday? Spent it or it rolled in um, when we were on the train. We are currently on Nali Beach, which is on the coast of Kenya, like Mombasa Beach. And you take a train or you can fly. So we took the SGR train and it's a super like a four hour flight, kind of like going from like Houston to Dallas, not flight, four hour ride going from Houston to Dallas. Super chill. There's drinks on there. It's fun. People are like talking, politics, sleeping, chopping it up. It's a chill atmosphere and something that I've never experienced before. So that was really dope. And my dad stopped the whole train right when it was midnight to sing happy birthday to me. And even the conductor came out and was did a whole birthday thing um, with my cousins and stuff. It was a great way to bring in my birthday, especially going into like almost 30s and stuff like that um, with my dad. That's all like a girl could ask for is to just have that connection with their dad, especially if you know how African dads are. If you know, you know. And that's definitely one of the things that I want to get into on these next couple of episodes generational I don't want to even call them curses because no generational cycles generational habits generational things that I noticing and have been noticed but it's really prevalent here because I'm like oh this is where that comes from oh that's why we do this you know definitely going to get into all that on later episodes but back to my birthday so great birthday we went to Nali Beach and Sun Resort, did the whole beach thing, massages, hot tubs, all that cute beach stuff, went out over there, found out that they serve Ugali in the club, which is hilarious to me, honestly. Um, They also, people pop bottles of gin um, during the after hours. So just imagine it being like 4 a.m. and people were like, just popped a bottle of gin and are eating Ugali. That's just imagine, just imagine. And if you don't know what ugali is, it's one of our main dishes. It's kind of what we eat with beef stew, what we eat with beans, kind of like fufu or like a tortilla or rice. It's just like a main situation when it comes to eating. So yeah, we'll get into so much more on other episodes, how the nightlife goes and all of that. But I had a great birthday. That is all I can say. I almost have no words for how great it was, but I do want to continue on because I have hella updates. It's been a while since I've been on here and we do have a guest today. We have Bonsu, who is one of my all time favorite writers. Um, He writes for the medium currently. He's a column writer for them. And I just love his nuance in his writing. I love his perspective. Um, If you, you guys have been listening for a while. You guys know that I used to write. I still do write. I I am still going to continue to write. So I love coming across writers who just have a different like voice and perspective and kind of pinpoint things that 
you're thinking, but no one's really talking about or writing about. And that's how Bonsu is. So excited for him to come on and talk about some of his latest pieces. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so I have a list of updates. Let's start one. As you guys know, I reached my 10K on Instagram, which was fire. So exciting. And right after that, someone made a fake page of me and was literally had like an OnlyFans type of thing. And they were trying to sell not stuff of me at all, but I guess just like get people's money from my pictures. And everyone was like messaging me like, oh, you made it now. You made it now. I'm just like, no, like, please, everyone, please, please stop. Please relax. That's weird. It's disgusting. And that does not mean anything. And it's just weird. I just was honestly creeped out. So if you guys ever see any other pages doing that, be sure to report them and all of that. And from what I hear, that's how you get verified. Like when people make fake accounts of you, I think after so many, then that's when you get the blue check. So uh, your girl might be getting a blue check. I don't know when, but it's coming. Um, So that was interesting. And also just even with the whole 10K thing, now I'm like, oh, feeling like a little bit of pressure to create and like post more, but I still don't want, I still just want it to be natural. Um, I've always like shared things since the MySpace days. I've always, even before MySpace, I had like a Zynga and a, and a blog. So this is not like anything new for me, but I guess now that everyone is like doing it, it's just, I don't like to do what other people do. I despise it almost. So just finding my own way um, and getting out of my own way, my own head, because I have to know like, oh, you aren't like everyone else. So it's okay. So that's a little bit of that. Um, I have really exciting news, too. I will be working with Gabrielle Union's brand, her hair care line, Flawless, and creating content for them. That's all I'm going to say with that. So stay tuned for that. And as far as my job goes, that's another reason why I'm here. I will be visiting Ethiopia and actually visiting the offices there and meeting my colleagues. I been like online or via Zoom this whole time, like most of us. But now I'm going to actually get to meet them, you know, face to face. That's going to be a great time. What else is going on? So much. Okay. Ooh, my brother finally is in New York. Shout out to him. He is one of the, it's him and another black girl uh, in the cohort for Juilliard's drama program. And I'm so proud of him. I don't even have any more words for that I have so many words but then I'm gonna go into a tangent and then we're gonna have an hour-long episode so so proud of you Amete can't wait to be like in New York with him and all the things and yeah y'all let's get into the next topic which will be change pray for Louisiana and um this whole Hurricane Ida situation I'm so tired of these hurricanes I'm so tired of all of this and just pray for everyone who was affected by them there. And for change, I want to shout out one of my favorite Louisiana creatives and just people, period. Her name is Gabrielle DeCulis. She is an all-around businesswoman and entrepreneur. She's the founder of Business Rules for Women, and she's an entrepreneur, and she just does so much for the community. And what Business Rules for Women is, it serves business realness to ambitious women around the world. And I think that the birth of even the whole For Your Thoughts 
thing and just some of the branding of it came from going to came from going to one of her workshops years and years and years ago, like years ago in Houston. So shout out to her. And simply now because she's doing she every time there's a hurricane or, or not even a hurricane, she's always helping out the people in New Orleans and Louisiana and where she's from. And her Instagram is at G-A-B-B-I. D-E-C-U-L-U-S. I'll put it in the description. Gabby DeCulis. Follow her for inspiration. And also, um, if you guys, if you know anyone who needs any help throughout all of this, please contact her as well. Shout out to her just for, she does it. She does, she's been doing this. That's what, she's been doing this from like the core of her heart. And it's just real. And I, simply always appreciate people like that and her public speaking is like one of my top favorite qualities and traits about her I'd be like dang I wish I wish shout out to you Gabby you get changed for the week keep being a badass bitch girl it's a badass woman um she's like the epitome of like a beautiful Creole New Orleans like shoddy who's just amazing so we stand. Love you, Gabby. We're going to go on to our pen pal letters. So for pen pal letters, you already know what to do. DM me or email pennyperiodanassi at gmail.com for all of the advice. We're going to get into this question. This one was a doozy. The My DMs from the women were not having it at all. And I completely understand why but somebody wrote in and said how do I tell my girlfriend I'm not sexually attracted to her since she gained 20 pounds and my initial thought was like yo this this guy this guy is tripping and if my man was doing like messaging that to anyone I'd be livid like go ask somebody else I don't know but I mean if he's really trying to figure it out I'm like okay Um, My first question was, like, are you physically fit? Are you leading by example as a man? Are you, you know, not even physically fit, but healthy? That's that's what it's about, because we all have different body types. So are you on that wave? Let's start there. And then my second thing about that was kind of like, well, first of all, a lot of times people do gain relationship weight. Let's start there. You're happy, you're chilling, you're cuddling, you're just kicking it. Like sometimes you can lose a lot of your little, you know, walk and stuff when you are just getting into a relationship sometimes. Um, If you guys don't check it at the door, but she probably gained that because of your ass. You know what I'm saying? Also, but despite all that, I'm like, were you, what was y'all's attraction before? Was it more than just the physical? Because like that, it's going to fade. It's going to go up and down. So you need to be more attracted to her than just the way that she looks like. And sexual attraction does not just come from like the physical. It comes from the spiritual, the mental, the vibe, the fun, the connection. So see what's up with that as well because you should still be attracted to somebody who is your partner regardless of what they're looking like like what if they get sick or like a rash on their face or something and like what if you gotta like clean them up you know if they're like paralyzed I don't know you know what I'm saying so that's another another thing that I want to say but I have heard um from men that 
And I know that physical attraction is really, really a thing. So I think it's all about leading by example of anything and never be like, oh, you're too fat or tell the girl straight up. If you really want advice, if you're really asking for advice, um, lead by example. Like if you're the one cooking or whatever the case may be, maybe like start cooking healthier or start suggesting healthier things. Um, Start working out, start being like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go on this walk. Let's go on a date to the gym, shit like that. But ultimately, things like that, only the person can change. Um, When it comes to, like, weight and, like, healthy habits, they have to come to that conclusion by themselves. But what they're going to need from you is that support. Because trust me, women, we already know what we need to do, especially when it comes to physically and how we want to fix it, how we see ourselves. So she's already probably insecure about that. So what you need to do is truly, like, nurture nurture those insecurities and however you know you see fit and she wants to be better but sometimes it's hard so what she really needs is support and you need to check your ass because you probably I don't even know what you look like but you probably don't I don't know just the way that you came at this was kind of eh but yeah that would be what I have to say about that nurture each other's insecurities and both of you guys should lead by example because if I see my man working out stuff like that, like I want to work out too. Like I, we, you normally my man's biggest fan. I'm like, ooh, okay, me too. I'm coming. Like, so just do little stuff like that. Start there, and just know that she probably already feels that. Um, and don't make it worse. And if you are like, I would hope this is coming from a good place, but if it's coming from a bad place, I just hope that she breaks up with you. To be honest, but that's my advice. Uh, we're gonna go on into our interview and see you guys next week make sure to like comment subscribe all that stuff um rate review some of you guys did it last time but not all of you so please go back and do that on apple and let's get into this interview so welcome to the for your thoughts podcast where psychology pop culture and self meet i'm here with bonsu am i saying that right bonsu Bonsu. 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 Like like broken bone? Like bone sue. There you go. Got you. What what is that? Where are you, where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, my family's from my family's American, but my name is um Ghanaian. My father is uh, my father's an African priest, so uh, he's he's from Brooklyn also, but he studied um in, in Accra in Ghana. So that's oh, when um he had me, he gave me he gave me, he gave me a Ghanaian name because he was studying me. Do you know what it means? It means mighty whale, unconquerable on land and sea. Ooh, okay. My family's from Kenya, so. Okay. I get it. Yeah, I'm first generation. My name isn't Kenny, it's Karubo, Panina, and Nasty, and it means a peaceful, uh, a peaceful valley. So. Yeah, you, okay. just, you just condensed it, I guess, right? I did, because no one knew how to say it. Like, when yeah. I was growing up, it, like, well, I'm from Texas, and I live in Brooklyn. I've been in Brooklyn since 2017. But like no one knew how to say my name, and I just be like, just call me Penny. They'd say all kind of other crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, my name is two syllables, and it's, it's for some reason I have messed it up. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I get it. You know, again, I think that's just American dialect, right? Like, I think we're used to seeing B O N. That's usually Bond, like Bond Bonds, James Bond. Like we're used to pronouncing it Bond instead of Bonesu. Um, so you know, it is what it is. But yeah, people, it's people struggle with it. It's it, you know, if you break it down, it's. Bone is an American word. Sue mm-hmm. is an American name. Yeah, but anyway. Got you. Um, so how are you? How are you feeling? 
well, I'm not, not really having a, um, a very summery summer, but um, it's a lot of work, but uh, it's more of a work summer, but um, I'm blessed, you know? Yeah. yeah. So what's your story? I know that you, I was interested in you from writing um, for the medium. And so what's, how, what, what led you there? Like, I like to ask people, who were you? Who are you? And like, who do you want to be in a sense? Um, I mean, pretty much the same for all three. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. always been a writer. Um, my, my background is, uh, is music journalism, right? Right. Music journalism, cultural journalism. Um, I started out with like, uh, double XL magazine, um, in like the early aughts. Um, and then, um, did that for like, you know, several years, left there for some independent ventures. And then I, um, then I started like doing, being like an editorial um, cons- consultant for Vibe magazine. Then I became an editor mm-hmm. source magazine. Um, while I was at, while I was at XXL, I was also like an editor at Slam magazine, which is a Hoops magazine, as well as King magazine, which was a men's magazine. And the managing, the former managing editor of King magazine, I had a great relationship with, she became like the head of editorial at Media. And she had like this huge, like ambitious plan to like empower writers, create all these different platforms to um, offer the um, offer the long form space uh, publications that they didn't have. Um, so yeah, they uh, I used to you know do these like these pretty robust Instagram posts, and um, I hadn't spoken to her in like years, like maybe maybe a decade. And she she's like I'm you know I've been. Following and like the ones that you put on your Insta story, like those. No, like my actual posts, like my actual. Oh, posts. Hey, okay. I do okay. like robust um, captions, and she was like, you know, um, you these are like mini essays. Why don't you like do this stuff for us and let us pay you? And I'm like, you're not gonna, okay. me, you're not gonna let me write about what I want to write about. At the time, I was kind of disenchanted with long form. I just felt like it was just an endangered species that was quickly heading towards extinction. But um, she's like, you know, what do you want to write about? I was like, I want to write about race. And she's like, oh, like what? I'm like, well, and I, at the time I thought I was trolling. I was like, I'm going to write about my dad raising me to be a racist and hate white people. And she's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, how about most of the artists who make up the soundtrack to my life are pedophiles? She's like, yes. I'm like, oh, okay, well, might have something there. So we, we started rolling out and I, did, I, did, I wrote the piece about my dad and like it flew. It yeah. really flew and I kept writing and yeah, and like now yeah, I'm like, like the satire, the sat. So, so that's kind of like your fate. Like it's satirical. It's, it's no, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not. It, like, it's, you know, you're dead ass. Yeah, like I'm not. Like the thing is, like of lately, I've been trying to write like more because I have. I'm. I think. I think I'm pretty funny. I don't know what people like. I think I'm pretty funny. I'm pretty silly, but like my writing is more so serious. So if you read yeah. the majority of my writing as a very, um, very. Um, not rigid, but you know, it's a it's a very it has a very serious tone to it, right? Um, and it's aggressive, right? I have a very aggressive tone when I write. Um, usually, when I'm writing about like you know debunking truths, you know, especially race, right? And like calling out America and white people and their bullshit, um, it's mm-hmm. a very aggressive tone because I feel like I'm on the offense. So I was like, I need to actually incorporate my personality into my writing. Into your writing, I want, I want, my, I want my writing to be a full extension of me, as opposed to just me as the, a stealth journalist. You know, like I want it to just be as colorful as possible. So everything doesn't have to be like rigid and hardcore news. So I, you know, that's when I wrote the piece on, um, you know, using no as your favorite word this summer. Mm-hmm. I tried, you know, it was lighter. I tried to, you know, put my, my personality into it. Same thing with, um, can people go back inside? Right. Right. 
So do you, do you, uh, what would you say? Cause I used, I started off writing as well. Um, but what would you say that the difference is between like back then, like with the source and like all that type of stuff. So now I know there's huge difference, but like, it's like, it was so much better back then, but I don't know. So you, you let me know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so much better. I mean, it was different. It was, you know, it was, it was like, because of the, what you gain from the digital, like, you know, you actually able to reach more people, right? It's reach people faster, you get news quicker. Like we're consuming more content than we ever have, right? We ever have. Like it wasn't like this. Like you can have all the magazines, you still were not reading as, um, as, as much. right, as, right, as, 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 you know, as, as carnivorous as we do now. Yeah. So, um, but, 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 but. The downside of that is everything is disposable because there's so much so quickly. Right. Something that, would, something that you can live with for like a month or like, you know, even a full week is gone in a day. And then I feel like people are also like repetitive, like people who don't have their own voice kind of just like bite from everybody else's voice. And it's, it's wild. That's a whole other game. Yeah, the saturation. Yeah. Yeah. I, saw, yeah. I saw that with the, you know, I saw, I saw that a decade ago, no, more than a decade ago, like, you know, 10, 12 years ago with like the rise of like bloggers, you know, it was like everybody who had like a, tape recorder all of a sudden became a journalist and I'm like that's not really mm. everybody who had a laptop or you know Twitter became a you know a writer and I'm like it's not really how it goes you know just because mm-hmm. you have a basketball and some shorts doesn't make you Kyrie Irving you know mm-hmm. facts facts okay so with your latest pieces I was thinking I was like I wouldn't really be mad if Delta and her like line sisters came through because I kind of like being inside a little bit. Wow, like, not Delta and her line sisters. Yeah. like I wouldn't be upset. I would be upset because people are dying. You know, right. yeah. No, but, we don't want death for anyone. Yeah, yeah, but I really was like, you know what? Like, I liked it a little bit. So I tell did. us about like where that come from and just kind of. I don't know. Like, let's just start there. Like, where the idea even come from to start talking about it, and then we can go through some of my favorite excerpts. I mean, it's just been a thought of mine since the yeah. pandemic. I was like, I would be in the, I would, you know, I, on the train, masked up, hoodied up, everything, right? And the train is empty, and I'm like, this is not bad. Like, I'm going to Trader Joe's. Like, Trader Joe's is empty. Like, this is not bad. I'm running in the park. There's nobody in there. It's like I get the park to myself. I'm like, this is really not that bad. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, as um as you know, things started opening back up. Of course, it's great because you get to see people that you haven't seen before. You get the fellowship that we were deprived of for so long. But um, there were definitely I was definitely concerned. Like I was going to lose some of the things that. Uh, some of the some of the perks of being in a pandemic and you know that solitude which i actually love you know i'm not gonna, yeah some people don't like being by themselves like i love it and like i love being by myself so um as much as i dislike the pandemic there were there was I, I, I benefited from a lot just from my personality yeah. what do you think like that yeah what do you think that it did for you mentally like the quarantine like what challenge and then like what challenges do you think you're facing now and I can say mine if you need an example. Um, mentally, I mean, I just, again, I really got to, like everybody, I hope, well, hope everybody got the chance to just sit still with themselves, right? Yeah. So you, you have to, you, you, because we're alone most of the time, we, you have more dialogue with yourself, you know? Like, I mean, hopefully you're being honest with yourself, you know? Like, you know, if you're honest with yourself and you're sitting with yourself for, you know, for months, um, you have some real conversations. You can work out some shit, you know. Also, excuse me, but um, also yeah, like, okay, okay. yeah, work um, out yeah. some shit. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so like, um, but you know, 
my thing is my thing is always about just getting better like every day. And I've always felt like that. But my thing is when you were before the pandemic and because I work for myself, like a, a good third of my time is to like is supporting other people and reminding people that I'm available for work, you know, pitching myself and, you know, um, you know, but supporting other creatives and things like that for collaborative projects in the, in the, in the future. Um, and I got that time back. And when I got that time back, it was like, oh, yeah, like we're, I'm so busy running and trying to get it. I don't really have always have enough time to fuel up, you know, right. because my writing is real. A good portion of my writing is what I consume. You know, I can now have the time to go in deep dive into like just, you know, stuff that would just be like nerd down, downloads. Like, like who, like who you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. You learn yourself through the, through the information that you consume. Yeah. And, you know, I got more time of that. So, like, you know, I got to read more. Like, you know, just go back to old books and reread them. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I got to, like, really sit and just, like, wake up and just, like, jump into, uh, you know, a few articles, you know, of the day. You know, just things like that. I didn't always have the time to do. Or you don't feel like you have the time to do. You right. Because um, you're always, like, trying to, like, move on to the next thing or go to the yeah, event running, running, or running, whatever the case yeah. may be. Right. Yeah, and I feel like, well, well, I'm not sure if you feel this too, but when I go outside now, I feel like the energy at first is like really, really good. But now, I mean, it's still really good, but it's like everyone is kind of like super duper excited and getting like really extremely lit. Like everyone's drunk. Like every, well, I mean, it's fun, but like it's like OD sometimes. And I am one of them. I'm not, yeah. And I wonder if it's like, I totally get it. We were stuck in the house for so long and we're excited to be out. But like, uh, kind of like, how can we be better at like, kind of like you said, like saying no to certain things. Like, you don't have to be at every brunch. You don't you have to be at every happy hour. I like, feel like, like sometimes people feel like, like we gotta get as much fun in before we get put back inside. And the funny part is, the more fun you guys try to get, the more you OD, the quicker we actually will be back inside. You know, right? Exactly. It's about you, right? And what your comfort, what your comfortability is, right? My thing is like when people try to do what everybody else is doing, you kind of get away from what you need. Like your life should actually be customized, right? Yeah. Like, like which it's just like what you eat. Like just you can't eat everything. Everything that you eat is not good for the next person and vice versa. Exactly. So the same thing with what you consume. That's, and that goes for that's, that's experiential as well. So you know, I love brunch, okay. But if I'm trying to like lose twenty pounds. You know, you don't need to be a friend. Or waffle every yeah. week is not going to be conducive to my long-term plans. So right. I'm just saying, just in that regard, you know, I, I, I heard a lot of my friends talk about how like they were able to save money during the pandemic because they weren't going out as much, and mm-hmm. um, you know, people your credit score going up, and like that's all positive. But like, don't mess it up now because you're trying to compete with every, or trying to be outside with everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't overcharge. You know, your Amex or you know. Put your put your account in, in, in the you know draft status because you're trying to keep up with the hookah crowd. I don't know, yeah. you know, whatever that may be, or, 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 or trying to travel just to show people that you are somewhere. Like a lot exactly. of people like do things just to show that it show it on this on social media. Like that's crazy. Yeah, like, you know, you and I feel like you've been like in the game for a minute. From what I peep, like what? Why do you think that is? And like what? What? What keeps you so like honest and vulnerable? And I, I feel like you've probably seen people come up, come down, do same all the different yeah. things. I mean, same and, thing. Like, yeah. I've, I've been, I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been up and down. Um, I've seen it. I've seen what I've uh, contributed to it. I've seen how people have like been sky high and fell on their face. I've seen how people, you know, bail. I, I mean, I'm a testament to sticking to what I feel like I was put here to do. And and I even when um, whether I'm 
whether I'm not receiving any work, um, whether I'm going through writer's block, um, or whether I'm flourishing, right? I, I, don't, let, I don't let anything stop me um, from that path. You know, I don't take a break from it because I'm up. I don't take a, I don't stop doing it because it's difficult and I'm down. I just commit to it. Mm-hmm. And that's just for me, you know? So yeah, so now it's like, again, talking about like, you know, me being, um, having more of a, of a lighter, humorous voice with some of my writing. That's just me trying to become a better writer and a more diverse writer. Just playing with my voices. I have, a, I have, a, I have you know, multiple voices as a person, but I need that. I think the ult- being an ultimate writer is being able to use all of those voices in your work. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, that's, so that's where the, the vulnerability is. I was telling my friend, I'm trying to become more transparent. You know, I, there are things that I just won't share, you know, like I don't really show my mother on social media. Like, you know, if I had a child, I probably wouldn't show my child on social media. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. But like, you know, whenever I'm, like, you know, if I have a girlfriend, like you won't probably won't see her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, the, the things that are most precious to me, I don't really share on Instagram or social media, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you stories and things like that, but like how people look and whatever, like, I don't want, cause it's a, it's a aesthetics thing and people have, last thing I need is somebody talking about like, Oh, you know, I don't like your mom's hair or something like that. Like, yeah, you that's a problem. You know? so, fight. Yeah. so, um, yeah. Anyway, so like, that's just me being more transparent as me trying to become a more diverse and, um, stronger, more and, and more complex writer. Mm-hmm. What have you seen? Um, I'm sure you work with many different creatives. Um, one thing we talk about a lot on the podcast is just like how people kind of don't really think about the mental health of public figures and creatives and things like that. And kind of like what we go through. Um, what have you seen or what have you personally been through and what advice do you have for creatives and their mental health, especially as, especially black men? Like, are you guys talking about it? especially when you have to show up to these events or you have to just be out all the time and you have to be on go show face. Um, what has been like your experience with that within your um, circle that, that you'd like to share? You can get as personal. Yeah, as I mean, I don't know about my circle. Like, I mean, I, unfortunately um, I have, you know, pretty much the, the, the gentlemen that are around me are, pre, are fairly healthy, um, you know, but everybody's got their blockage. I, you know, I come from Brooklyn. Everybody has their thing, yeah. yeah I come from Brooklyn. Like, you know, we're, in New York City, period, you just are raised to be tough and guarded, and especially when you're black, you know, you show any weakness, you know, could possibly put you in danger. You know, so we're kind of we still, even though you know, we're we're you know, we're fully grown men, like we still have that, you know. Mm-hmm. I have tried to just be more shed that a little bit and try to be a little more um vulnerable. Um, because I realize like the more vulnerable I am and the more honest and transparent I am, I think the better he, the more healthier I am better I feel. I don't hold as much baggage down. Um, people are around me are very clear on how I feel. You know, so there's no, you know, it's not a lot of miscommunication. Right. Um, you know, but like, yeah, but like my closest friends, like my, my, my best male friend, um, Alex, um, like we say we love each other all the time, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and, and we, we, and we've been through it all together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I don't, I can't speak for like the majority of the men around me. Um, but Definitely, like, you know, the, my very close, close friends, like, we, we are able to have very vulnerable human um, conversations where we just, like, you know, me, like, my friend will call me one day and just be like, yo, I just feel like, feel like shit today. Right. Like, I feel like I'm not, my worth is lower today, and I can't even explain why. It's not even, it won't even be, he won't even be able to rationalize it, you know, intellectually. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's a 
It's an energy. And that thing is like, you know, it just could be the energy of the day, right? You could have just right. walked into some bad energy and it's not even yours, right? It could be something deeper that, you know, you're, it's rising to the surface. You just, it just hasn't surfaced yet, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just having those dialogues. And like, you know, and I think I've always been, I've always been, I think for the most part of my, of any relationship I have, I've, I've been a person who's been open and welcoming to those kind of conversations. Oh, that's like who you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. Got you, yeah. Got like, you. you know, like you feeling bad, like it's fine. Like let's talk through it. Like, right. Let's, let's, let's get to the root of the problem. If we, if, if you don't, if you haven't recognized the root, cool. Let's just keep talking it out. Let's focus on the, the beautiful things about you or the beautiful things about what's going on in your life. Right. Now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the type of person I am. I'm a very, very communicative. You know, so. You wrote a piece about all the amazing black women who decided to opt out of, you know, everything going on with the Olympics due to their mental health. Can you talk more about like your perspective on that as well? No, they didn't opt out. They got kicked out. They got banned. They I mean, you know, opt out. That's that's bad wording. But you know, yeah. what I mean? like, they got they got banned from, you know, like it's just really I mean, I'm very sensitive to like, you know, white authority being the authority of like black women's bodies. I just feel way too studied, man, to know this history. And like, when you got white people commenting and not even commenting, but like dictating your success, you know, your criteria, like even like the swimming captain, right? It's like, you know, women of certain color have different types of hair. It's thicker. Mm -hmm. You're going to be longer. If you have locks, I used to have locks. Like I've tried to fit my locks into a swim cap. Like it's damn near impossible. I've done right, it. Right, no, it's it really the is. Worst thing in the world to try and to. It's not, and it's not comfortable. They don't it's even make. They yeah. don't make any for. I never thought about that. I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> they actually made one in the UK. They made one, and the Olympics banned it. And I'm like, why would you ban something that makes us an athlete perform better? Like, it's not right. an, it's not a performance enhancing drug. It doesn't give them an advantage over the swim. Actually, what was the difference? Like, because I I'm. It's just a. It's it's basically like a. You ever, you ever take a shower with a plastic bag on your head? Yeah, always. <laughs> exactly, right? So exactly. It's, it's pretty much but just, it's, it's, it's that type of uh, cap, but the right. same as a regular swim cap. What was their explanation as to why it had to be banned? Because it doesn't fit the natural size of your head. And I'm like, how are you just, how are you acknowledging somebody's skull and not the hair that's on top? Right. <laughs> like, that's some bullshit. And then even um the whole I, I've been out of it when it comes to that whole thing because it was just too much for me. But um with Shikari and then the soccer player who came out with the whole CBD line and was promoting it through right, but yeah, Shikari, right. It was but Shikari got but um is that how you pronounce her name? Shikari? Yeah, mm-hmm. Shikari Richardson. Mm-hmm. But Shikari got banned for, for THC in her bloodstream. Like in her blood, like THC does not is not a performance enhancing drug. I've smoked. Who wants to smoke and run a race? Exactly. So like, how is that? Like, you're basically that's what you're I'm gonna saying. Be slow, you're gonna be slow as hell. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're criticizing her for making it more difficult. That's not your business. Right. She won with THC in her body. That's not creatine. And then, and then she was saying that like her. She did it because she was going. To, and regardless, it doesn't even matter why she was doing it because who cares. But it's that, like they try to bring it up like her mouth. That's irrelevant. It really like, why she's smoking weed is irrelevant. That is has nothing to do with the athletic performance. Mm-hmm. That does not give her an athletic advantage. So why would you why would you ban it? It makes absolutely no sense. Very much so Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's switch a bit of gears. So 
I forgot which piece it was. You were talking about protecting your heart post-pandemic. Talk about like what you were talking about when it came to dating and protecting your heart. Because everybody's just trying to be out here. Everybody is and just doing the most and just like a lot is going on. I know. I looked through. Um, I, I, I feel like people are like in heat or something, especially the first the first couple weekends. Um, yeah, but we all got rose colored glasses on. It seems so. Talk about that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just think it's 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 dangerous. It's dangerous to judge a meal after you've been starving. Like right. it's dangerous. Like it's not going to be accurate, right? It's like if you're starving and somebody puts a plate in front of you, it could be the most basic plate. It's going to taste way better than it actually is. But I feel like it's the same thing when we've been deprived from human contact for so long, um, or dating, or you know, sex, whatever that may be, right? It's if you are if you haven't had sex in X amount of months and you have sex all of a sudden, it's going to probably feel better than it really is. You know, that it'll feel probably in like mm-hmm. a couple of months after. But but. It's our reality, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I struggle with, okay, so I struggle with the thing of, like, okay, don't date, or I struggled with, it's okay, it's a pandemic, we're in a pandemic, or this is, we're quarantine-based, so let's not, probably say this, let's not, uh, like, rush in anything, because what if this is just a quarantine feel and not, like, a real-life feel? But it's, like, this is, like, the reality of, like, everyone's, you know, situation. So it's like, what are you supposed to do? Wait. I mean, yeah, I think it could be. I mean, or, yes, I would say Take wait. Your time. Would be the best thing. Or yes, there you go. Take your time. Like pace it out. Like my, I didn't say you shouldn't date after the pandemic. Yeah, no, like, for you sure. You shouldn't get serious with somebody after the. And if you haven't, if you haven't met somebody, if you meet somebody for the first time, either during the pandemic or after the pandemic, then take your time. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you are a little deprived. Like you're just you. You haven't like you haven't you haven't uh, driven a car in a minute. You haven't rode this bike in a minute. Give yourself time to get acclimated to who you are. You're not even the same person. Oh my god, that's true. That's true. You know, you're not even the same person. Now you may be you may be deviating from who you really are for a second because of the pandemic. You have to adjust to get back to that person, or you've mm-hmm. just completely changed and left. Yeah, yeah. Not even getting back. I feel like we're all like evolved. We everything yeah. is like nothing's going back to the same. We're, we're all changing and what our environment is changing. So it's like a new, like we're all turning into like new people in a sense. Exactly. I mean, yeah, so. they, say, they say we, you know, we change every seven years, right? So, right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, a good, I think a good portion of that would be we've changed it during the pandemic, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, you know, things you like then you may not like now, you know? Um, and, you know, interacting and having experiences with people is just another way to get to know yourself more. So, say one more time, it, it was breaking up. I'm sorry. I said the um the when you you're interacting with other people is another way of you getting to know yourself. You know, experiences with other people will allow you to learn yourself more. So give yourself time to do take, that. Take learn properly. Time. Yeah, take okay, your time. I can, okay, I can. Okay, I can get with taking taking my time. Are you falling in love before, like during the pandemic though? Like, but that's kind of crazy. It is, but what if it's true? Like, is it? But like, what if it's true? If it's what, okay, what if it's a love story. If, if it's that's happened, right? That's 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 a reality. That's happened many times. That's true. I'm just saying that's very much the minority. We know that's not the got case. you. That's not the case most of the time. So what I'm saying is, pace it now. Of course, you are the judge, jury. You know what I'm saying. You're the authority of, of yourself. So like, mm-hmm. you have to be honest with yourself. Does this feel like something I felt before? Is this something completely different? You want to explore it? Even if you feel like it's love, great. Go towards it. 
explore it, but still do it with pace, though. Right. And you said you said this is why it may be in your best interest to refrain from establishing any serious romantic relationships before Labor Day. When's Labor Day? September. Like fifth, the fifth it's or sixth, the first, first Monday of, of September. It's coming through, but no, that's facts. That's facts. I feel like everybody, and it's just like it was just too much. And there's like a lot. People have lots of options. You're seeing new things. You might, you might really like something else. You know, you might. It's just a lot going on. So it's a good time. It's like a pl- big ass playground outside, honestly. So it's like let everybody. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's there to have fun. Have fun. Just don't let it burn you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. don't, don't come home from the from the playground with a broken bone. Exactly. No, <laughs> not for real. No. Oh my god! Have you ever thought about writing for like TV or something? Um, yeah, I've written for TV. Like, oh, you have? I'm writing for TV right now. Actually, that's one. That's why I'm not really having like a big fun summer. But like, that's why I'm, I've been home for most of the summer. Like your own thing, or it's something that you can't talk no, about? I'm writing, or what? I'm writing for a network, right? Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what it what it is because like you're writing where my it's just like okay it ha- this has to be somewhere else as well. You know what I'm saying? It's it's way too accurate. You know, you yeah. know when you watch shows and like they say corny shit, it's like I get what you was trying to say, what you was trying to do, but you didn't yeah, really yeah, yeah. Hit, hit it or whatever. Yeah. No, you, that, actually yeah, that means the world. Thank you. That's a, that's a, that's one of the biggest compliments I can, I can receive because that is something that I hold my hat on, like the authenticity of what I write and what I try to write, um, my messaging period, I want to just be authentic. And I, and that's the stuff that I don't like on in, in film and television. It's like when something tries to be something, you know, I mean, are you watching, um, are you a big power fan? I never did power. Never did power. Okay. Cause I'm watching, I liked power. I didn't love power, but like, I'm really digging like this third, um, in, it's, third uh, version it's, of the certain slation three Canaan. Because it, it takes place, I mean, how old do you, if you mind me asking? 28. 28? Okay, you're much younger than me. But, like, so, like, um, I grew up in, like, I was a teenager in, like, the, like the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So, this takes place in, like, the early 90s. But everything is accurate from, like, the, the, the vernacular, the, the, you know, the lingo, the, 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 the cars, the dress. I mean, it got, it's super poloed out, like, which was a big thing with, like, low live back then. Um, the cars, the Jettas, the, the, jet, the, the Cherry, you know, the, the BBS rims on the BM. It's just so accurate and it just, it doesn't feel like a throwback. It feels like, it doesn't feel old. It feels classic, you know? Mm-hmm. And the only way you keep yourself from, from, from sounding old is by being in the moment and still being as authentic in the time. You have to actually go back to those times and be authentic and stay in them. Then you can give it to today's times. Mm-hmm. Um, but when people try to like talk about those times from the present day and it just looks old. Yeah, it just so don't, it up, don't you're mixing up 90s slang with like 2005 slang. Yeah, you know, saying lit and all the wrong yeah, words. Like they, they, they use lit for not, so long. I'm just like, yo, ain't say nobody was saying that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I said lit in 95. So it's, do you like, um, like, so when I used to write, I would, if I thought about something, I'd like put it in my notes or whatever. Like, what's your like, process are you a type that like you sit down like you get the idea and then you sit down and just go for it or do you be like having bits and pieces and pulling all together like what's your process look like um I feel like I'm kind of like a, a, a rapper in that sense where like I'm always writing in my head there's just always stuff that I'm tabling I just take a lot of notes down stuff right now, now I take less notes down because I just have like I think I'm just better at organizing this stuff in my head mm-hmm. um, and also like you know we think of also, when you get older and you become a better writer, you realize like a lot of shit you think about 
don't even work, ain't even worth putting down, right? Oh, you, gotta, you, gotta yeah, like, yeah. you gotta like distill like all your ideas. So I'm good at like knowing like that's not we don't have to really remember that one, but this is a big idea. I'm gonna you it's either big enough for me to put right down or I'm gonna it's gonna be big enough for me to like just hold on to and I'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm feel like I'm always writing, I always have an idea, I'm trying to flesh it out. Um, but mainly like you know, again, I like to be stimulated. The more I consume, the more I have an idea. I like like I like joining conversations and finding out the part of the conversation that nobody, no, that, that people are missing. Right. That's my thing. You know, like I, that's what I love to do. It's like, I, so it's a conversation that's already going on and figuring out, joining that conversation and adding to it. Y'all talking about X, Y, and Z, but you're but missing. But what about this? Missing T. Yeah. And it relates to X, Y, and Z. You know, that, that's how I try to write, you know? So. I love that. I think that's like, why like, I was like drawn to your stuff because like, that's what I think. Cause I just hate seeing oversaturated you know, things. And it's like, although you talked about something that everyone's talking about, it was just completely different. It was like an angle that no one, but it's, but it's like, it's right there though. But it's like an angle that nobody, you know, right. I guess exactly. could, exactly. could, artic- could articulate. I love, like, when, I can, when I can find something that's under everybody's nose that they just can't see, that's the goal for me. That's that's it. I love that. That's special. That That's like unique to you. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We talked about all the Have you been to therapy? Like, what's your thoughts on it? Have you? I I think everybody should have therapy. I actually look mm-hmm. forward to um, having a therapist. I'm gonna like probably like this fall. Like when we get <clears throat> once the we get calmed down and it gets gets a little colder again, I'm probably gonna like um, grab a therapist. Um, you know, but that's a <clears throat> that's a real commitment. So you got to find a partner. You know, you find a therapist. You it's like mm-hmm. finding like yeah, it's For like real. finding a someone you love, you know, right. it's, it's that kind of, um, that kind of discernment. So yeah, I'm probably going to start that hunt this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I've only been to therapy once and it was amazing. I wish I could have yeah. done it. I actually needed it more than I do now, but yeah. Um, yeah. I thought people should go to therapy like for the, like all the time, you know, like once you find a good one, yeah. if, if you can't, if you can, afford, of course, there's a bunch of reasons why people can't get in stuff like that, but. Buy somebody but, like, yo, like buy somebody a, um, Buy somebody a, a you know a, a two hours of therapy for Christmas something like that. That's a better yeah. Gift. That's a dope ass. That'd be a dope ass gift. It's a great gift. You know what I mean? Find somebody like a therapist and give them two hours. Like yo, we get two weeks every other week. Talk to this person for this. You get two week two sessions of this month. See how you feel next month. Maybe you want to like continue that. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a great gift. That's dope. Okay, so we always end the podcast with this was a, such a different interview because it's more so. I think that most of the time I interview people who are like, like either therapists or they're like, you know, mental health advocates or whatever. But I really felt that through your writing, like you were kind of giving like mental health advice, but in like a different ass way. You know what I'm saying? Just in a, just in a, a, a raw, like functional everyday way, you know, it's more exactly practical, practical, practical a more practical yes, way. It's like, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, uh, love yourself better. You know what I'm saying? Like focus mm-hmm. on yourself. People use the word selfish almost like it's a, like an, the word selfish has a negative connotation to it. But like, you know, like you should be, like you can be selfless and be selfish. My thing is like, if you are taking care of yourself properly, you can take care of others better, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, don't ignore other people for yourself, but like give you what you need so that you can provide for others. And I feel like everybody did that, you know? Not to sound corny as hell, but like, you know, the world would be better. No, it really, it really would. Cause we'd be more of ourselves and be able to give more of ourselves and be a lot less projecting going on, which is really what hap- where all the problems in the world really come from, you know? So that's facts. 
Because I was like thinking about like the reason why I love it so much also was like, I love being outside. I really, really do. But then it's like, you get the FOMO of, you know, I'm supposed to be here. It's like, should I be out there or should I be in here doing what, what I need to do? I feel like there's a lot of people struggling with that, spending hella bread and just doing a lot. And it's just like, you don't have to do that. You don't. And also, another thing too, like talking about the money part of it, right? It's like, you also don't have to like go broke to be outside. Like there's plenty of things to do in New York City that doesn't require, you know, dropping a hundred dollars every time you walk out of your house. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's plenty of things. To do. I mean, museums are like $15 tickets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are outdoor uh, movie theaters, rooftop movie theaters right now, mm-hmm. right? There yeah, are, there's different you, activities too. You, like can other picnic, than... you can picnic any day you want to, you know. Right. You can take a, ferry ride, a $3 ferry ride around New York City, you know, mm-hmm. or across from like borough to borough. Like there's just so much to do that doesn't require like, let's go out and get a drink or spend, right. you know, $150 on dinner. Like, you know, it's just... I feel like it's all about like balance as well. I will literally be out there and people be like, I don't, like they will say that they didn't, they don't even want to be there. And it's like, then why are you here? So it's kind of about like balance and just like doing, like you said, what's best for you and being selfish if you have to. Um, Cause no one's going to be there with you when you wake up the next morning and you got, you know, like all your friends going right, no to be there with you when you hung over and shit. Exactly. And looked at bank account. And Nobody you, calling you Pedialyte. Like if you, when you hung over, nobody's going to like, cash app you like whatever you want last night like it's not happening they'll party with you when it's, when it's up but when you're down you're stuck <laughs> <laughs> facts okay lastly i always end with um what what's bringing you peace of mind this week or what normally brings you peace of mind overall um besides marijuana no um no, um, no, um <laughs> peace what brings you peace um i mean that's like this week, all right, this week, yeah. the piece is that I'm really, my spirit is really, my spirit is really happy this week because um, I got to see my mom over the weekend. She had like a little like get together at a house. Um, mm-hmm. So I got to like spend all day with like my family, like my, my sister, my, my brother, um, one of my good friends. Um, so that was great. And I just really kind of like just warmed my heart. I was enough, it kind of fed me. I feel like I feel full. I don't need like the, I don't have an itch to be outside like that, especially because I'm stuck in house to work on this, um, this TV stuff. Um, so that brought me peace mm-hmm. to sleep. Like I feel very calm and, and at peace there and happy, really, in my spirit. Um, but overall, what brings me peace is solitude accomplishment. You know, when I feel like I've done the job, I feel like I'm one of those people that I can't vacation when there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, me um, I can't really rest when there's like a to-do to- list. And I know, I guess the balance is being able to like attack your to-do list while resting in between. I'm not really great at that. Um, but I love to like just go f- knock, knock, knock it out. And then, like, I love, like, just going until the hitting the finish line and just, like, laying out after the finish line. Like, mm-hmm. like we accomplished that. Now I can just lay up and enjoy my sleep, enjoy my rest. There's nothing else to do until it's time to get back to the next. The next thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, really just accomplishment, you know, balance. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm balancing myself properly and exercising as well as eating properly and working well, like, when everything is working, my relationships are healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's where the ultimate piece is for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good takeaway. It's kind of just like because everyone has different working styles. Like some people can, you know, do all of that and be good Monday morning, whatever. But I'm one of those people who kind of does the same thing. It's like I'll retreat, do what I gotta do, and then come right back and mm-hmm. let people know that like, like you're not weak for like having to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever style works for you works for you, sure. and whatever's gonna make you rest self. So yeah, sure. thank you so much. Thanks oh, for doing this. Me. It took us a minute, but I'm glad that we did it. 
Maybe I'll see you out here in these streets. I'll be in the streets. You got to get to aunts and uncles, man. You know? um, Oh, yeah. What side of Brooklyn are you on? Like Bushwick. Bushwick. No, you're fine. You on the other side. Okay. Where? What side are you on? But I don't know. You said where? Crown Heights. Crown Heights. Okay. No, definitely. So where's aunts and uncles? We can just maybe go do like get juice or some shit there. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. I mean, mean, you want the food, though. If you go there, you're going to get it. Okay. You want the food. Okay. But like, like I said, we'll, we'll figure that offline. But like, Definitely. Um, but um, yeah, it's a plant-based cafe. And I mean, the food is amazing. I mean, everything from like, they have these tacos that are crazy. Tacos are probably my favorite on the menu. They have like this uh, this cauliflower called Crime Ryan, spicy cauliflower thing called Crime Ryan. It's like peanut sauce based. It's just incredible. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. Burgers are crazy. Uh, they have a lobster roll if you want. Again, all plant-based. Ooh, okay. Um, fungo. Um, the spaghetti is crazy. I mean, just whatever. Just yes, yes. Yeah, some, some good ass food. Some good ass food. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, can you know do all of that and be good Monday morning, whatever? But I'm one of those people who kind of does the same thing. It's like I'll retreat, do what I gotta do, and then come right back and mm-hmm. let people know that like you're not weak for like having to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever style works for you works for you. and whatever's gonna make you rest self so yeah thank you so much thanks for doing this it took us a minute but i'm glad that we did it maybe i'll see you out here in these streets i'll be in the street you gotta get get to aunts and uncles man you know um oh yeah